Welcome back to the Manic Mentality Podcast. My name is Taylor, and we are back for week number two. I'm officially on a roll, and I told myself that I was going to start back up this podcast in January of 2023. Um, I have stopped it, I would say, I think the last episode was back in June, actually. And I had so much love for this. We were talking a lot about mental health, and then my life personally kind of took a turn and I needed to take some time to, um, to learn a little bit. And that's exactly what this second podcast coming back into the new year is all about is kind of the past six months for me and, and how I chose to, to switch my brain. And let me tell you, it was not something that just happened. It was a choice. And I think that, that is a super important topic when it comes to mental health. Um, so just for like, let's take it all the way back here for just one second. If you have not uh, listened to the very first episode, I highly recommend that you do. You'll learn a little bit more about me and kind of where my brain was at. And then you'll kind of get to go through all of the episodes up until June um, to then come back to 2023. And I can guarantee that you're going to see a little bit or hear a little bit of a difference. And granted, right, everybody changes in one year. Everybody does, especially if you are in your, you know, mid, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but late 20s. Um, and or even earlier than that, if you're in high school, if you're just trying to figure out your brain, you're going to notice about yourself that you're not the same human from month to month or year to year whatsoever. You are going to change and your interests are going to change and the way that you feel is going to change. And I just feel like, I feel like a different person, honestly. And maybe that is the bipolar in me, but at the same time, I think it's growth. I truly do. Um, so back in June, um, Andrew and I, we, we were going through a lot of stuff and, um, I don't want to get into too much detail with that, but I can just tell you that I, I was holding back from, from changing and I was, I was in a really hard spot because I feel like just recently back in June, I just wanted to keep that party girl side of me. I wanted to keep the young side of me. I wanted to keep you know, the going out and going to bushwhackers every Thursday night and going line dancing. And I just wanted to keep that part of me so bad. And for some reason that made me resent him and that made me push him away a lot. And, um, not to say he had his own issues too. We were going through a lot of medical stuff with him. Um, and, I just took the summer and we kind of, I wouldn't say that we spent it apart, but we did spend a lot of it apart. I was with my friends a lot. We weren't really working on our relationship and a big part of it was me. Huge. I will take full responsibility for that. Um, and it could be that I was a little bit scared. And after you get engaged and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to spend you know, the rest of my life with this person. It is a scary thought. And I think that I took it, I took it not not in the positive ways of being with somebody, you know, and having them and having them be the person that you trust and it's your person. Instead, I took that as, oh my God, I only get one person for the rest of my life. And I don't mean that in a dating sense, but like, I'm going to lose my friends and I'm going to lose the, the outings. And if you know what I'm talking about and you know that feeling, you'll definitely relate to this. Um, 
And then his medical stuff took a turn in August and we were in the hospital from every, every single week, if not every other week from August until November. Um, it was probably the hardest thing that we have ever gone through together as a couple. Um, but I can also say that it really brought us back together and it, it being with somebody by their side through thick and thin, it just made me realize that like, there's nobody else in the world that has more of my love and my attention than Andrew. And that's the way that it should be. And I had it, I had to flip the switch in my brain and change it to a positive thought versus a negative thought, which in, in my case, I can go from positive to negative real quick in an instant. It's really not, you know, my finest trait, but it is something that I recognize about myself and that, okay, you know, I need to take a step back and realize I would do anything for this person. I love him. And it took almost losing him to realize that he's the only person that I want by my side through, through it all. And so we started working on our relationship a lot, especially through the holidays. We did a lot together. Our birthdays are in the holidays. Um, <laughs> our birthdays are actually three days apart. Um, so we spent the weekend snowboarding and we just like started dating each other again. And I started to really focus on only talking positively every single time that I was home. I didn't really realize how much negativity and baggage I was bringing home every single day because the person that you come home to every day most likely is your punching bag. At, at some point or another, you're taken out on your parents or your brother or your sister or whatever is in front of you at home, right? And you've had a hard day. That's what you take it out on. And instead of taking out my frustrations of life on him, I decided to take them out in the gym. And I decided to take them out in healthier ways. Like getting lost in books lately has been my getaway. It has been amazing for me to get lost in this like beautiful romantic story. And I am such a romance person. Like I just love romantic like anything. Um, give me a fairy tale and that's all, all I'll think about for the rest of the day. <laughs> And so I've been focusing a lot on books and getting lost in those books when I'm feeling really stressed out because it takes the focus off of me. And I think that as we, as we're so in tune with our mental health and we want to get better at it and you think that you have to just jump head first into fixing your brain or thinking that you need to fix your brain. When in reality, sometimes I think we just have to step out of it. Let's get out of our heads for a second. Let's do something that has nothing to do with what you're stressed out about nothing. No groceries, no, uh, no responsibilities, no paying bills, no work, you know, whatever you feel like is truly a chore. That's not your getaway. It's not. It's something that you choose to do that sets you back and says, okay, not sets you back, but give puts pause on life for a second. <laughs> um, and that's reading for me, reading and softball for me. And, and sometimes I do feel like softball is a little bit of a chore, but there's never a moment and there's never a practice in softball or on the field or with my girls that I don't feel better afterwards. Even, no matter how tired I am or how grumpy, they always seem to pull me back into the right headspace. Um, and so that's another great getaway for me. And luckily for me, it's required three days a week out of me. <laughs> so I've just been, the past six months, I've been focusing on 
on the way that I portray myself and the way that I talk talk about things and trying to have it always have a positive thing into it, even if there is a negative, you know, like I had a really bad day, but, you know, I had an amazing coffee and I started out really good. And then I had this really awful customer today come in at work, but we're off. I'm going to have a great dinner. And that, that was my day. How was your day? You see how you can always change your negative into a positive some way or another, unless like your world is literally falling apart for some reason. That's valid. <laughs> but I'm talking about the the things in life that really shouldn't matter that much that just bothered us so bad for some reason that day. It is totally fine to vent it out as best as you can. But always try to at least incorporate some sort of a positive, if not in your day, at least some point in your week. Because I will tell you firsthand, it will ruin your relationships. It will ruin your relationships with your significant other. It'll ruin them with your friends. It'll ruin them with your family. If you are somebody that is consistently negative all the time, it's you have to think of yourself as kind of that bad apple. And you're spreading that mold, you're spreading that nastiness onto other people. And it doesn't make people want to drown you in empathy. It makes them want to back away from you. And I think that really sensitive people, right, like myself, I used to I used to be really negative all the time and I'm still working on that. I catch myself a lot and I try to correct myself as soon as I do it now because I'm super self-aware of it. But when I was super negative, I lost a lot of friends, especially at the tail end of high school. Um, I lost actually like my three best friends, unfortunately. And, um, they're super, they're doing super well now and super happy. But like, sometimes I still look at them on Facebook and I'm like, uh, I wish I didn't ruin those friendships for myself because of my negativity. And it's, it's just, it's such a hurtful feeling knowing that you did that to yourself versus I could blame them, you know, and say, well, you know, they didn't give me another chance. But in reality, I have to take ownership of my negativity and the things that I did and I said and the ways that I made them feel because I made them feel like they had to take me out of their lives because I was so negative and I was projecting that onto them so much. Um, so if that is you and if that is something that in your head right now, you're like, damn, like I'm really negative and I need to talk more positively. Just bring it up with your very closest friend or your relationship or, or whoever you feel the most confident in and comfortable with in confiding in somebody and just ask them and say, hey, do I talk too much about negative things? Like, am I a cancer? Am I somebody that is like projecting, you know, negativity onto other people? And it's okay to ask those questions because if the if those people love you, they're going to give you their honest opinion. And if not then you're, you're probably just a little bit too paranoid, but you're also still super self-aware that you don't want to be negative, which is totally fine. But I think that sometimes we don't even realize how negative we're being because it, be, it can become such a habit. And I have a few friends that are very torn in that habit that are just like, that's just who they are at this point. And it makes me so sad for those people because they'll never understand or realize you know, the things that they're doing really does affect the people around you. And 
And for you to get better and for you to feel better, you have to accept that you're not perfect. And you have to accept that there are things that you need to work on to strengthen the relationships that are in your life. All different kinds of relationships. Friends, family, significant others. If you feel like, you know, maybe your dating pool isn't so great. Maybe you don't have a great relationship with your family or just take a, I know that there's tons of reasons why those things could not be working out that isn't your fault. But think about every possibility that could be a little bit on you. And it's okay to take ownership of that. And I take ownership 100% of the shitty things that I've done to people or that I've said or, or the negative person that I'm trying not to be anymore. So if there's anybody who should be pointing fingers at somebody who is so, so negative and such a drag to be around, it was Taylor freaking Balfour, let me tell you. Um, my friends to this day still tell me that like, damn, you can be really hard on yourself and you can be really negative. And I know, unfortunately I know. And when I'm down, I am down and in the ground and normally I can't really get back up, but I'm working on it, right? I'm 27. I'm self-aware. I'm working and I'm grinding and I'm talking about it and we're talking about it together. So it's not a bad thing. You don't have to bag on yourself for it all the time. This is this is just one person here on this random podcast that maybe you came across telling you that it's okay. If you have stuff to work on in your life, in your brain, or the things that come out of your mouth, it's okay. And it's okay that you messed up before. And it's okay if you've lost friends or ruined relationships or did really stupid, shitty things when you were upset. It's okay. And I'm here to tell you that you can still move on. And you can be better. You can be a completely different person. And even if those people from your past may not accept that, you have to accept that. You have to forgive yourself. And I think that that is the one thing that I am proud of myself this past six months is I forgive myself for the crappy things that I've done. And I forgive myself for being the negative person that I used to be. She had her reasons. She had she had a lot of reasons to be negative, but now she's, she's overcoming it and she's taking that leap over that next barrier to say that part of my life is gone and I'm ready to move forward and I'm ready to be a better person. I'm ready to be a, someone who's proud of themselves and proud of where they're at and proud of where they're going. And I want to be somebody that people can look up to and say, wow, she changed her life. So why can't I? So that's all I've got for you today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and coming back with me. I'm going to start videos up again. Um, I'm really waiting to get back in our, or not back in, but going into our new home, um, which is going to be on the ground. I'm really excited. Um, if you didn't know, me and Andrew live in a single wide trailer out in the country of Oregon. And we love it. Don't get me wrong. Um, we've been saving like crazy the past couple years and, uh, we are getting into a three bedroom, two bathroom house with doors and everything. And I'm just so excited. So I'm going to have my own little office set up, um, hopefully with a little camera space and a cute backdrop for me to, you know, do some little clips and stuff of the podcast. And hopefully this thing will grow and you guys can grow, grow with me. So have an amazing Tuesday. Have a great week. Um, and we'll see you next week for another podcast and another week of manic mentality.